Here in the UK, we have a target of net zero housing by 2035. But we need to look at, is this achievable? Well, how is UK net zero housing by 2035 come about? Uh, again, it's all part of this climate change and you know we must save the world and we must do all of this. First of all, my personal belief and a belief of a lot of intelligent people out there is that man-made climate change, etc., doesn't actually exist. It's all part of a bigger, bigger cycle that the Earth has where there are long periods of time where the Earth heats up and there are long periods of time where the Earth cools down. Now, you're probably thinking, Rob, you're a bit crazy. I'm just giving you my personal opinion and a similar opinion to a lot of other very intelligent contrarian people out there as well. I was reading a book the other day uh, about the restoration period in the UK, uh, late 17th century, basically when Charles II came back to the throne in 1660. And, and one of the things that struck me was in it was either the 1660s or 1670s, the UK had arguably one of its coldest ever three-month periods um, ever known. And I don't remember the months as such, but I do remember the audiobook saying that it was uh, over a three-month period, the average temperature for those three months was supposedly around minus one, minus one and a half degrees. That's cold. That's very cold to have that for that sustained period of time. And again, we're talking 1660s, 1670s. That's quite choppy to say the least. But it's funny how uh, scientists and uh, climate warriors uh, don't really look or understand those sorts of figures uh, when they're trying to make their arguments about what's going on. That being said, let's go back to net zero housing before we go off topic. So in effect, every every house, every home here in the UK uh, you know, needs to be carbon neutral by 2035. I would argue that's not achievable, nor is it sustainable. Multiple reasons. You can have multiple types of homes here in the UK, multiple builds. You have your solid brick, which is exactly what it says in the tin, solid brick. You can have stone or granite, you know, style homes. So again, just think big, thick walls, no insulation there, it's just stone. Then also on top of that, you can have your cavity walls. So that's effectively where you have a, a, a row or a layer of brick, a gap, and then uh, normally some breeze block and then that space in the middle is a cavity. And then you've also got, you know, you can get cob buildings, you know, thatched roofs, all these sorts of things. So a lot of different style types of housing around here in the UK. Most housing is Victorian. So anywhere between the period of 1837 to 1901. So a lot of the housing stock is over a hundred years old. The Resolution Foundation, who'd done a report about the radical steps needed in order to get to net zero housing, say that although there is a strong case to insulate all homes in the UK, that it's actually uneconomic for most households. Uh, the things that they highlight more than anything else are leaky walls. So 
that's perfectly understandable given that we've just said a lot of the housing in the UK is over 100 years old and it's going to be predominantly solid brick. Very difficult to insulate. How do you insulate solid brick walls? You can do two things. You can either have internal wall insulation, which means that between the, the inner brick, what you can do is line that with insulation, normally plasterboard over the top, skim, skim the finish. So then you've got internal wall insulation. Of course, that'll make your room sizes a bit smaller because you've got to be boarding around the rooms. Or you can do external wall insulation, which is pretty much putting a render, normally about four inches, 100 mil of render on the outside, on the bricking, putting the boards across, rendering it, rendering it over, fine. Challenges with that is you then take away the, how the home looks, because it won't obviously look like traditional solid brick anymore. It will just look like it's been rendered, which some people don't mind, some people do mind. A lot of people will sort of argue with that fact of, I like my home to look a certain way, etc., etc., etc. It does make me laugh that they titled the report Hitting a Brick Wall. That did make me laugh. But in terms of insulating that way, putting external wall or internal wall insulation into a home is quite expensive. It could be anywhere anywhere from five grand upwards, maybe, maybe to 15,000, maybe even more. It's not the cheapest thing to do. There's a lot of things involved, a lot of labor involved as well. So this comes to issue number one where it's most econo uneconomical sorry, for most households. Well, absolutely. I don't know of loads and loads of households that are gonna be sat on 10, 15,000 pounds at the moment. And even if they are, they are gonna be the sort of people that they are more than likely saving to go on a family holiday or saving for the kids' future or you know, by sending them to university or whatever it might be. Most people are probably not saving up thinking, oh yes, I know what I need to do. I need to get some external wall insulation installed into my home. Most people are not gonna be thinking that. They're gonna be thinking nest eggs. They're gonna be thinking holidays. So how do you then persuade those people to get their homes insulated. It's a very, very difficult thing to do. That's why the Resolution Foundation say it's uneconomical for most households. Absolutely, I completely agree with that. UK homes are not built to insulate in the first place. The Victorians or even Georgians, if we're going further back, I'm sure that when they were building all these homes years and years ago, they were probably not thinking of air source heat pumps or solar panels or anything like that. And that doesn't help at all. Most heat that will go into these homes will just go straight out of the walls. It's about 60% that goes out of the walls, about 20, 25% that goes out of the, the ceiling or the roof. Also here in the UK, you've got to then deal with grade listings and conservation areas. So if you're living in a listed building, the odds of you being able to do anything to it are minimal anyway. If you're in a conservation area and there are issues about how a building must look, what sort of windows must there be, blah, 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 blah. Again, if you're trying to insulate your home properly, or you've got government funding to do that, council might say no, because you're in a conservation area. If you're not able to get people to invest into 
insulating their homes, which again, why should they? It's up to them if they do or not. How does this get funded? Is there going to be a big fund available from government to do that? If there is, you might on the outside look at that and go, yeah, that's great, fantastic. How does that get funded? Who ultimately pays for that? Do you pay for that as a taxpayer? Do I pay for that? Or do our children pay for that in the future? It's got That cash has got to come from somewhere. No such thing as a free lunch. It's another thing that's not been taken into consideration. The government at the moment are hell-bent on saying that all energy certificates for, for homes should be at least a C rating by 2025. That, that's chaos. That's absolute madness. The Resolution Foundation report ultimately suggests that having a C rating on all homes is a good thing, but have decided to suggest that that be pushed to 2035. They're basically looking at everything going, there's not enough skilled labour at the moment, there's not enough cash available, there's about 27 million dwellings in, in England alone achieving that target by 2025 not happening they've recommended 2035 one of the other challenges or something that could help is by building new homes they're going to be more naturally energy efficient anyway because we've learned a lot in home building over the last 100 years but anyone that's gone through planning or has dealt with the dinosaurs at the council know that that is very difficult to do so while it's okay trying to say net zero housing, rather than try to retrofit most existing homes, what we could also do is build more homes, more energy efficient homes, using the knowledge that we have now about building construction, building techniques. The challenge with that is that a lot of the dinosaurs at the councils are not going to like that at all. They're not going to approve and they make things very difficult. And the processes there are quite slow to say the least. So all of this being said and done, it's okay coming up with this idea of we must achieve this by this date. But realistically, is that gonna happen? Probably not. Like everything else in the UK, it's gonna be a very slow process. It's gonna be laborious. There's gonna be too much bureaucracy involved. The government are probably gonna hand out loads of contracts. People are gonna milk off the top as they always do. And no one's really gonna see the benefit apart from installation companies who are probably going to benefit from an uptake in business and also being able to line their pockets through uh, a lot of government cash. Or sorry, I say government cash, a lot of cash is going to come from the taxpayers anyway, because ultimately they're the ones that are going to have to fund it, taxpayers in the UK. So net zero housing by 2035, we want to become carbon neutral basically to have no housing emissions by 2035 is it achievable i say no absolutely not doesn't mean we are not able to work on it we should be able to work on it but again we've got to look at where we're at at the moment our energy security is really poor it's going to continue being poor moving forwards because of the amount of taxes we're slapping on oil and gas companies which are stupid when it comes down to housing, dealing with planning and local councils who are a pain in the ass, 
if your building's listed or you're in the conservation area, good luck. And also a lot of housing where it's solid brick in order to make them carbon neutral, that's going to involve a lot of cash because it involves a lot of upheaval on the inside of the home potentially and the outside, especially if you do external wall insulation. And ultimately, who's going to pay for that? There's not going to be many people that are going to be willing to pay for that. Uh, they will probably be expecting the government to pay for that for them. So very tricky situation we find ourselves in. Uh, and again, this is all driven by the World Economic Forum, this uh, you know, government and being part of this massive cabal that we've got of climate change warriors, eco warriors. Um, you know, we must shoot ourselves in the foot to set a, a precedent for the world. Totally disagree with that narrative, but that's the narrative we're being fed. And all of these things are going to contribute to, you know, ultimately, I think net zero housing by 2035 here in the UK, not going to happen. <laughs>